Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to GNAC Insider, the show that takes you inside the Great Northwest Athletic Conference. Hear from student athletes, coaches, and administrators from one of the premier conferences in Division II. Now, here's your host, Rob Lowry. From Fairbanks, Alaska to Napa, Idaho, and from Lacey, Washington to wherever you may be across the Great Northwest Athletic Conference footprint, Welcome to GNAC Insider, your weekly look at the Great Northwest Athletic Conference. I am Robert Lowry and certainly glad to have you along with us tonight as we are at the intersection of the winter and spring sports seasons here in the conference. So with that in mind, a little later tonight, we'll have the opportunity to talk with Emery Norwood, St. Martin's softball standout. Now we're going to talk basketball tonight. Avery Albrecht from the Northwest Nazarene women's basketball team is going to join us just a little bit later in tonight's program. But right off the top, a guy who has taken the great Northwest Athletic Conference by storm, Shadid Shabazz, Alaska men's basketball. And I'm going to say standout, and I'm going to put a big capital S on standout, Shadid. Thanks for joining us tonight here on GNAC Insider. Thanks for having me. When I say you've taken the conference by storm, I'm not kidding. You're a two-time GNAC Men's Basketball Player of the Week already. You're averaging better than 25 points a game, sixth best in Division Two. You also are leading all of Division Two with 78 total steals, and you're averaging just under four steals a game. Now, this is your first year in Fairbanks playing for the Nanooks after uh, playing the last two years at Iowa Western Community College. Has the success that you have achieved already in the GNAC, has that been even a surprise to you? Well, honestly, I would like to say yes, because I really just came in ready to just, you know, take on any role the coach was going to give to me. But just to see the success that I've accomplished and where my game has come, I just feel like this has been a big step for me, and I'm just really excited to to see where we end up coming into this uh, playoff run. Now you say where your game is now. What are you doing differently? What are you doing better now, and why are you doing it different or better than you were just a year ago? Well, the only thing I think was different, my defense has always been there because I always took pride in my defense since I was young. So that's my signature. But I feel like on this team, I'm taking a lot more shots. And my the role of being on the team, being a leader, you know, leading the guys, making sure that I keep everybody's head together and just making sure we stay motivated, I think that's a big part in change in my game since the other schools that I've came from. So I think it's more just – me just taking more shots and, you know, being that go-to guy on offense and also being a big factor on defense. It's just, you know, the yin and the yang. Yeah, absolutely. And you came up through a real solid, one of probably the premier prep basketball programs in the state of Washington there at Rainier Beach High School. 
You then went to Iowa Western Community College for a couple of years. Talk a little bit about that transition. Why back to Iowa? And talk a little bit about uh, how that was for you back there in the Midwest. Ooh, Iowa Western playing in the National JUCO. That was a big that was a big change for me because I went actually I uh, started off at uh, Coach East College where I was one of the uh, go-to guys and scorers, but transferring to Iowa Western, playing around a whole lot of different type of guys and understanding how I have to take my role coming off the bench, you know, still staying motivated to come in and play my role. I feel like that has also prepped me for this situation I'm in now because I'm always the type of guy that I never let whatever position I'm put in affect how the outcome or my attitude towards it. So I just feel like playing in Iowa Western, it just allowed me to to grow. It's all a growing experience, and I've realized that. But it was really fun, and we went to the championship. We lost, but I appreciate everything Iowa Western has done for me. Shadid Shabazz, Alaska basketball star, is joining us tonight here on GNAC Insider. All right. We've talked about Rainier Beach. You played well there in high school. You went on. You had some tremendous success in the uh, in the junior college ranks. What was it about this Fairbanks program that that encouraged you to come up there and play your last two years of collegiate basketball there? It was really much the recruiting coach Jesse, uh, our assistant uh, head coach of basketball. He really recruited me when I was coming out of. Uh, Iowa Western, because I couldn't play JUCO no more. I had to transfer to division basketball. So with that being said, it was in the summer, and I really wasn't getting as many looks as I thought I was going to get. So I'm just sitting around, you know, working out, just hoping an opportunity came around. And Coach Jesse hit me up and explained to me the situation he was in and that he now coaches at Alaska Fairbanks. So he's telling me about the school and he's telling me about the atmosphere. And I was just ready to get back on the court. I was just ready to take another opportunity and further my education. And he was just letting me know that this was a great, this was a great area to just focus on basketball, great community. So I was really attracted to that. And I just, for these last couple of years that I'm in college, I wanted to really buckle down and focus. So I just felt like this was the perfect, this was the perfect place to get away from all the distractions and just come and handle business. And, of course, part of the business is the business of the classroom. I understand that you're going to major in communications, minor in sociology. What do you plan to do? And, and your basketball career is still well in its, its, its prime. You've got years to play still, obviously. But that said, when basketball is over, you have your degree in communications, sociology minor. Where do you see yourself going with that? Oh, uh, yeah, to elaborate on what you said, yeah, the ball has to stop dribbling sometime soon. So with that being said, I would rather stay away, stay around the game, probably doing something like sports broadcasting. That way I can still use my social, my social skills and stay around the game and just be able to be me, but also be able to provide for my family because my degree is going to help me provide for my family later in life. So that's what I'm focused on, pushing towards. I've got – I've got, well, speaking of that, you were, again, having a tremendous year, but I've got to go back to last Thursday when the Nanooks snapped Seattle Pacific's 14-game win streak. 
You beat the Falcons at home, 83-77. Talk a, a little bit about that game and, and what the, the Nanooks did to be able to, to stop that, that Falcons run. Uh, it's so crazy because I didn't even know that we were stopping that we were one they were one game away from tying the record. Like that was never on our on our radar or that was never a focus for us. Really we came into that game just wanting to win. Coach prepped us right and as a team we stayed together. We came down in the second half by I think seven points and we just those are the times when as a team you gotta come even closer. Not start pointing fingers and not starting to, you know, we had to stay cohesive. So I just feel like during that game, I had to really buckle down and get the win from our team, scoring a lot of buckets, but also D'ing up. And I just, I just cannot do it all by myself. So I really appreciate my teammates stepping up and handling with their role as I did mine. And we just got the job done. And it just happened to be that we snapped their streak. Now, you're on the road again this coming weekend. And as you already said, we're starting to get into that crunch time in terms of making the push into the GNAC championships. What do the Nanooks need to do to secure a spot in the postseason? Preparation. I just think that we have all the tools we need to be successful, and we've proven that by just beating the best team in our league. So I think the best thing we need to do is to listen to coach, stay in the gym, and just keep preparing for each individual game. Like not think too far ahead, but handle what's right in front of us, and that will that will hopefully lead us to our ultimate goal. Well, Shadid, I've really enjoyed talking with you tonight. I look forward to shaking your hand here soon. Uh, continued success, uh, and again, uh you're really playing well for the Nanooks and the Nanooks are playing well right now and uh, continued success to you as well in the classroom. And again, um, you're, you're welcome back here on GNAC Insider anytime you'd like to join us again. So thanks for joining us here tonight from up there in Fairbanks. I appreciate you for having me. Thank you. Thank you very much. Shadid Shabazz joining us tonight from Fairbanks, Alaska here on GNAC Insider. We're going to switch and talk a little bit about women's basketball with a standout for the Northwest Nazarene women's squad. Avery Albrecht's going to join us when GNAC Insider comes back your way right after this. The University of Alaska Fairbanks. People come here from all over the world in search of something extraordinary. What they find is the ultimate true-to-life learning experience, where scientists find a never-ending data pool in every direction, where artists have no want for inspiration, where seekers become scholars, and discoveries are made in the here and now. The possibility of greatness is closer than you think. The University of Alaska Fairbanks, naturally inspiring. Welcome back to GNAC Insider, the show that takes you inside the NCAA's Great Northwest Athletic Conference. Now, here's your host, Rob Lowry. And we're joined now by Avery Albrecht. Avery, thanks for joining us tonight from in Nampa. Hi, thanks for having me. Well, glad to have you join us here tonight. And congratulations, you, uh, you crossed the 1,000-point plateau in your collegiate basketball career in the, the Nighthawks' 63-53 win over Western Oregon back, uh, back on January 23rd. 
did you have any inkling that was going to happen that night? And, and what does going over the 1,000 point mark mean for you? Um, yeah, I really didn't have too much of an idea that I was going to go over it. I was pretty surprised. Um, I think it means a lot. I mean, it meant a lot to me. I never went over a thousand points in high school, so uh, that was pretty cool. But yeah, it was it was a pretty good feeling. You you prepped at Le Grand, uh, and then of course you uh, are playing now uh, and and really playing well at guard for Northwest Nazarene. What was it about that Northwest Nazarene program that brought you there and now has allowed you to, to score as many points over a thousand now in your career there for the Nighthawks? Yeah, I think what brought me here was just the girls. Um, as soon as I went on my visit, I feel like you could just sense that kind of the culture within those girls. And even though there was a different coach, once I actually got there, um, coach Steele definitely brought that same culture to the table. So uh, you're spending so much time with your team that you want to really uh, love each of them. And we definitely all love each other. I had the opportunity to see you play at the, uh, the Gene Ag championships last year. And certainly there was that, that, that family atmosphere, at least I felt it around the Northwest Nazarene university team. Uh, what is different about this year's team than the one that had really kind of a, kind of, I guess I would call it, maybe you would disagree, but kind of a magical season last year. Yeah. I, I mean, I agree. It felt magical, but um Personnel-wise, everything's different. We have, I want to say, eight new players, like five freshmen. These numbers might be a little bit off, but a lot of new players. So, um, But Coach does a really good job recruiting, so it's all similar types of people and just that uh, they're really kind, selfless, hardworking players that you just love to have as teammates. Is there the same kind of family atmosphere? Or does it feel big with the owing to all of the, the new players that you just talked about, or is it a different feel this year? You know, it's definitely a different feel just because the team last year, we played together three or four years, most of us. So it's hard to replicate that same thing. But um, I mean, with this team, it's different, but similar in a lot of ways because we created that same, we kept that same culture from year to year. But, um, yeah, it's different in a lot of ways, but I wouldn't say uh, worse or anything. The, we still play the same style. We still treat each other the same way. So it's not uh, too different in that sense. As a senior, do you feel responsible for uh, instilling that, that mindset or maybe that culture into the new players? I think when the year started, I felt uh, Marina, Zoe, and I definitely felt that pressure a little bit but as soon as we started uh the culture just came so naturally to those girls and I mean we have awesome coaches to have our backs to and um showing them how we do things at NNU so it I don't really feel that pressure anymore you're averaging 15.6 points a game you're in the top three and scoring in the league you're also high in three point percentage sixth overall steals field goal percentage rebounds uh, every statistical category, if you don't see Avery Albrecht's name in it in the GNAC, it's, uh, it, it's a little bit of a surprise right now. When you look at those numbers, and numbers do not tell the story, and I understand that, but when you look at those numbers and, and you see how well this Northwest Nazarene team is continuing to play again this year, are you playing your best basketball in your collegiate career now? Hmm. 
I would think I am, and that's how it should be because I have four or three and a half years under my belt now, so you just gain so much more experience throughout every year. I mean, if I compare myself to how I was as a freshman, it's night and day, and that's true with most all players. You just get a better basketball IQ, a better understanding. So, yeah, I would say that it's probably uh, I'm playing these games with the most basketball IQ that I have uh, since starting playing basketball. Well, you must have a pretty good collegiate IQ as well because I see you're majoring in global business marketing. I'd like to say I had an idea what that is, but I'll be honest, I really don't. What is global business marketing, and why do you want to get into it? Well, um, it's a good question. Those are actually two separate majors. And to be honest, um, marketing was more of my interest when I chose my major. But in business, it's super easy to double. So I just threw that one in there. But, um, yeah, I mean, if I want to work, say, like with other countries in business or uh, work in another country, I think that would help me out. So I just wanted to keep my doors open. But, yeah, I can't really tell you exactly how that will apply to me when I graduate. When you talk about foreign countries and, and maybe working overseas, do you, do, you have a, do you have a favorite? Is it Europe or is it the Pacific Rim or is it Latin America? Um, I, I'm not really sure. I've always been really interested in Australia, but I've never visited. But uh, my roommate's from Spain, Marina, on my team. I think you had her on the show uh, maybe a few weeks ago or so. But we went and actually stayed in Barcelona with her, and that was just an amazing place. So I can't really say a specific place, but, um, yeah, there's a lot of places I'm interested in. Northwest Nazarene has won four straight. You're second place right now, 10-2 and two in the GNAC, 15-5 and five overall. You host Alaska Anchorage Thursday night for a chance to get into a tie with the Seawolves for the top spot in the GNAC. What is the mood of the locker room, the mood of practice heading into that game? Well, just hearing you say that, it brought a big smile to my face. I think – we're all really excited for this opportunity. We know Anchorage is a tough team. They wouldn't be number one in the league right now if uh, they weren't. But we're excited for an opportunity to test how tough we can be and how well we can play against such a well-coached team. You had some titanic matchups with them last year. What What's your takeaway from those, those previous meetings? Um, I think just, yeah, I think we played them quite a few times last year, and uh, it just goes to point out the fact that they're just a really tough team to beat and you know it's never an easy win it's never just going to be like a they roll over like if you could be up on them 20 points and it wouldn't matter like they're just so tough and they're always in that game um so yeah I mean it just goes to show that it's not going to be an easy game to win but it's a good opportunity it's going to be a great it's going to be a great game on Thursday night between the uh, two top teams right now in the Great Northwest Athletic Conference. Avery, thank you so much for joining us tonight here on GNAC Insider. Continued success to you and I look forward to seeing you at the tournament this year. Thank you and thanks for having me. Avery Albrecht joining us this evening from Nampa, Idaho. Well, time for us now to take a quick trip around the Great Northwest Athletic Conference. In Nampa, Idaho, the Northwest Nazarene men's basketball team was named the GNAC Team of the Week after wins at home last week over Western Washington and Simon Fraser. The Nighthawks extended their winning streak to seven games and earned a tie for second place with the Vikings with an eight and four conference mark. Their seven game win streak came after a one and four start to conference play. 
For the third time this season, St. Martin's senior forward Bria Timms was named the GNAC Women's Basketball Player of the Week. That's right, for the third time. She won it for two big scoring performances on the Saints' Alaska road trip. Timms finished with a double-double of 28 points and 12 rebounds at Alaska Anchorage and then turned in a career-high 32-point performance at Alaska for the week. She connected on 64.5% of her shots from the field. In Seattle, Western Oregon junior Derek Holdsworth was named the Men's Track Athlete of the Week after he smashed the conference record, and I mean smashed it in the 800 meters at the UW Invitational. His winning time of 147.74 was nearly two full seconds. That's right, two full seconds faster than the previous record set in 2016. The time is also the third fastest in all college divisions. And listen to this. That time is tied for ninth in the entire world this season. That was an unbelievable performance. Simon Frazier, junior third baseman Alex Ogg, earned the first GNAC Softball Player of the Week award for 2020 after she batted 737 at the 11th annual Desert Stinger in Las Vegas, leading the clan to a 3-2 and record. Ogg went 14 for 19 with five doubles, a triple, seven runs, and seven RBI. And in San Diego, the defending GNAC champion Montana State Billings baseball team went 2-1 and one at Point Loma this weekend to open the 2020 campaign. Freshman pitcher Matthew Hulhan was named the Pitcher of the Week for his victory in Friday's 1-0 shutout of the Sea Lions. He allowed just two hits and struck out six batters over four innings. That's what happened around the GNAC last week. Next, we are going to take a look at some softball with Emery Norwood when she joins us as GNAC Insider comes back at you right after this timeout. GNACsports.com is your 24-7 resource for all the latest on the great Northwest Athletic Conference. Schedules, results, standings, statistics, and more for all 11 GNAC members. Plus, catch live event coverage on GNAC.tv. With more than 60 areas of study to choose from, Northwest Nazarene University guarantees that you don't have to settle for a major that's anything less than your true passion. NNU graduate Chad Larson's goal was to find a program that would help him achieve his dreams. Majoring in engineering at NNU gave him the prestigious opportunity to do research with NASA. While a student, Chad worked internationally and experienced pursuing his studies in zero gravity. Not once, but twice. Ten years from now, I hope to have obtained my Ph.D. and then begin pursuing a career at NASA where I'll be on the cutting edge of science. Thanks to the education he received at NNU, Chad is well on his way to fulfilling his dream by working to obtain his Ph.D. in engineering. It's not too late to find out which one of our majors you will love. Your program is waiting at Northwest Nazarene University. Call 467-8000 or visit nnu.edu today. And welcome back to the Inside of My Name, Dr. Lowry. Her name is Emery Norwood. She is joining us tonight. Emery from the St. Martin Softball Team. Thanks for coming on tonight here on GNAC Insider. Hi, thanks for having me. Second team all GNAC and GNAC all academic in 2019. You started in 32 games as a sophomore. 
You batted 337 with 29 hits, 23 runs, scored, and 7 RBI. Again, you have already started this year, but when you look back on what you did last year, how are you going to be better this year? You know, I think it's just a matter of just keeping myself relaxed in the box. You know, freshman year, I really struggled with hitting. And that last year, I just told myself, stay relaxed. You know, when you get in the box, all you got to do is make contact. Good things will happen. So I think just, you know, maintaining that mentality and just trying to get even better, working even harder at practice and just striving for even better stats. Well, I tell you, you, you help the team get out of the gate strong the Saints went 4-1 and one at the Desert Stinger down there in Las Vegas. What were some of your takeaways from that tournament overall and about the team in particular? What did you learn about the team at that tournament? Uh, yeah, I, this team is so special. It's, it's one of the best teams I feel like we've had in a long time. And, you know, going 4-1 and one at that tournament against some pretty great teams, I feel like was just such a great accomplishment and it, it only being our first weekend out and, you know, it's, it's raining all the time here, so we don't get to be outside very often. So just seeing the, the talent and the, just the drive that this team had to win, like was just really inspiring. And I'm just excited for this season. I can hear it in your voice that you're excited. And well, you should be because <laughs> after the first week of the year or of the season, I should say, you lead the GNAC and run scored, stolen bases. You rank second in hits, third in batting average, and on base percentage as well. So that gets back to the first question. How are you going to be better this year? You are, by the numbers itself, <laughs> playing better already this year. You were named to the all-tournament team down there in Las Vegas. You batted 6-11, 11 hits, 9 runs, 2 doubles, 2 RBI, 4 walks, and 9 stolen bases. And again, I throw out a lot of numbers there just to say you're playing so extremely well to begin this year. Is that what it is, trying to maintain that consistency throughout the course of the campaign? Yeah, absolutely. I feel like as a leadoff, my my main job is get on base and run fast, and good things will happen. So, yeah, just maintaining that consistency and just get on base. That's my job. You like? Do you like that? Do you like that spot in the in the lineup? I do. I didn't used to, but it's it's kind of growing on me. It's it's exciting. I love starting off the game, and I'm a, I'm a picky hitter, so you know, just watching pitches, giving my team a good look at the pitcher, and yeah, I I do like to start off the game now. You were prepped at Stadium High School there in Tacoma. Talk a little bit about your softball career there. Were you, were you a leadoff hitter there too? I was. I was a leadoff hitter and a center fielder like I am now. What drew you to that particular position? I, I, again, as you say, generally your center fielder, probably if not the fastest, one of the fastest players on most softball teams. I think that's a, that's a <laughs> given. Leadoff hitter has <laughs> to have some speed as well. When did you realize you were fast and, and that you were suited for that position and that, uh, in the, and that position in the lineup too? Uh, I guess I've always kind of been fast, you know, and I, I was a right-handed hitter up until I was about 12 years old. And then somebody just told me, you know, you're fast, you're going to switch to the left side, you're going to slap. And that was just kind of the beginning of it all. I, I've been either the one hitter or the two hitter since then. And 
uh, once I transitioned out of the outfield or out of the infield into outfield, it just kind of worked my way towards center. And that's just, that's where I feel at home now. You said something interesting that you went from a right-handed hitter to a left-handed hitter in the leadoff spot. Can you, in your mind, say that you can get from home plate to first faster as a left-handed batter than as a right-handed batter? I Yeah, I would say from the left side of the box, yes, especially being a slapper. You know, I kind of get that running start towards first, and I feel like it's definitely a game-changer being on that side of the plate. How hard was that transition for you? Um, it was difficult. I mean, at a young age, I feel like I I hadn't been in the softball world as long, and maybe my swing wasn't fully developed as a right-handed hitter. So moving to the left side was just – I mean, it's like learning a new position. Um, and so just working through it, working on it, practicing, getting individual work on my own time, stuff like that. What was it about St. Martin's that made you want to go to school there? Um, well, so I'm from Tacoma, pretty close to Lacey, and I knew I wanted to stay close to home. So once I started looking at schools and I found St. Martin's, just being at the first time I stepped on the campus, I, I knew that this is where I was supposed to be. And I love the atmosphere here. I love the people. I love the campus. And I wanted to study uh, civil engineering, and we have a really well-respected engineering program here. So St. Martin's just gave me the opportunity to play softball and study engineering, and I couldn't be happier here. Now, civil engineering, what draws you into that field, and and where do you see yourself with that degree? Uh, So I still haven't quite figured out exactly what I want to do with this degree yet, but I was fortunate enough throughout middle school and high school to be able to take woodshop and engineering classes and work with the computer programs. And that's where I really fell in love with it. And so just getting to study it in a more practical way here at college, I, I love everything I'm learning and everything I get to do every day at school. So talk what's coming up next for the saints. Where do you, where do you play next and, and uh, talk a little bit about what you expect. So we have this next weekend off, and then the week after we head down to uh, Irvine, California, and we have doubleheaders against Azusa Pacific and Concordia Irvine. And after this past weekend, I'm really excited. I feel like we're going to come out pretty strong. You know, they're going to be tough competitors, but we just have to play our best version of softball. And I feel like I feel like we're going to compete. We're going to do really well. I'm excited. Well, you're out of the gate strong individually and as a team. Uh, congratulations for your, your all-tournament performance down there in Las Vegas. Uh, continued success to you. And, again, as I say to all the student-athletes here, continued success in your particular sport, but also continued success in the classroom. That, that, that student-athlete equation is just so very, very important. But thanks for joining us tonight. Continued success, Emery, and I hope we have the opportunity to talk to you again on GNAC Insider sometime. Thanks so much. Thanks for having me. Emery Norwood joining us tonight from down there in Lacey, Washington, where she's a standout for that St. Martin softball squad. Well, time for us now to take a quick peek ahead to see what's happening this week in the GNAC. Well, right now, matter of fact, don't forget to catch some GNAC basketball tonight after GNAC Insider. The Central Washington men are actually hosting Northwest Nazarene in Ellensburg, while the Western Oregon women are hosting in-state rival Concordia in Monmouth. You can find links to the live streams and stats at GNACsports.com. 
in Napa, Idaho, the Northwest Nazarene men's ba- uh, make that Northwest Nazarene women's basketball team will host nationally ranked and first place Alaska Anchorage on Thursday in the game of the week on the women's side. No question. A win for the Nighthawks would put them into a tie with the Seahawks atop the conference standings in St. George, Utah. Five GNAC softball teams will stay on the road to compete in the Dixie State Courtyard Classic that will be played at the Canyons Softball Complex. Live stat links to the tournaments can be found on the GNAC website. As the baseball season heats up, five GNAC teams will be in action this week. Northwest Nazarene opens its season in Los Angeles as the Nighthawks play a pair of games against both Cal State LA and Dixie State. Western Oregon will also play a four-game series against NAIA powerhouse Lewis-Clark State. And nine GNAC track and field teams will compete this weekend. Four schools will be at the Nike Indoor Invite in Napa, Idaho, while the other five head to the Portland Indoor Number 2 meet. Results will be posted at the end of each day. Now remember that for all of the latest in the GNAC, you can go to GNACsports.com to find news, stats, standings, and lots more. Also, connect with the GNAC through social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, at GNAC Sports. We'll wrap up tonight's GNAC Insider, which we will do right after this timeout. Make sure to follow the GNAC on social media. Find us on Twitter and Facebook by searching GNAC Sports. And visit us on the web at GNACsports.com. GNAC Insider will be right back. Every time a student learns something new, makes a discovery, or helps a team, it's not just good for that student, it's good for the whole community. At St. Martin's University, we know the impact a well-prepared graduate can have on the world. That's why, last year, we extended more than $11 million in scholarships to our students. Because the more we invest in them, the brighter the future becomes for all of us. Well, I tell you, I've really enjoyed tonight's GNAC Insider. I hope you have as well. Thanks to all of our guests, Shadid Shabazz, Alaska men's basketball star, Avery Albrecht from the Northwest Nazarene women's basketball team, and our last guest, Emery Norwood from St. Martin's Softball. Thanks to each one of those student-athletes for spending some time with us here tonight. Also, thanks to you for joining us as well. Quick reminder, coming back your way next Tuesday, 7 p.m., That'll be our next GNAC Insider. That's 7 p.m. Pacific time. As always, I have to thank my wonderful producer, Kaho Akau, for another job well done. Thanks you. Thanks to you for joining us once again. Also, thanks to GNAC Commissioner Dave Hagland. We'll talk to you next Tuesday. Until then, I'm Robert Lowry. Hey, consider yourself for now a GNAC Insider until we talk again. So long for now. to GNAC Insider, an update on the NCAA's Great Northwest Athletic Conference. Remember to follow the GNAC through social media. To find us on Facebook or Twitter, search GNAC Sports and locate us on the web at GNACsports.com. GNAC Insider is a production of the Great Northwest Athletic Conference.